This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the January 18th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. The linked Fox News article by Michael Schellenberger is titled, Elon Musk chose me to report on the Twitter files. Here are the disturbing things I learned about the FBI. He strongly suggests that the FBI conspired to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. I would add this was despite the fact that the FBI was in possession of the laptop, had been in possession for almost a year, and had to know it was legit. Airplane manufacturers Boeing and Airbus are on average three to six months late in deliveries. They say the delays are due to pandemic-related supply chain issues. According to the linked Reuters article, the chairman of a leasing company says it is because the companies are using unrealistic output estimates. Reuters has a headline saying India considers banning news identified as fake by government on social media. U.S. government says, hold my beer, been there, done that. I link to an Andrew McCarthy article in National Review making an argument that I agree with, that the classified document comparison is not between Trump and Biden, but between those two and the Clinton email scandal. If she was not charged, how can either of them be charged relative to classified documents? Note, I'm not talking the Presidential Records Act. A frequent listener is bothered by a different aspect of this case. If a low-level staffer had behaved the way any of the three did with classified documents, they would already be serving time in federal prison. Not fair. China's economy grew at 3% last year, which was down from 8.1% the year before. I received an unsolicited email from Grammarly, for a free writing assistant. I wonder if they're trying to tell me something. Moving on, I am going to use the link Jonathan Turley piece to make a different point than he did. The article is titled, Word from Wise, Former Intelligence Official Admits That They Always Assume the Hunter Biden Emails Were Genuine. Yep, you kind of get Mr. Turley's point from the title. He says that former Defense Intelligence Agency Deputy Director Douglas Wise was one of the, quote, more than 50 former intelligence officials who signed a letter dismissing the Hunter Biden laptop story before the 2020 presidential election as likely Russian disinformation, end quote. He quotes Mr. Wise as saying, quote, all of us figured that a significant portion of that content had to be real to make any Russian disinformation credible. End quote. Later, Mr. Wise said he was not surprised that the information was genuine. Per Mr. Turley, quote, It's that easy. True or not, the story was dangerous in detailing the corruption of the Biden family before the election. Done and done. End quote. I don't know of Mr. Wise, and I am not going to direct my comments directly at him, but will use him as a placeholder for this discussion on lying. Maybe the 50 intel allegedly intelligence officials as a whole. When I read Mr. Turley's piece, my thought was that our views are on lying are affected by other factors. Certainly by whether or not we want to believe the lie. Conservatives probably don't rate Trump as high on lying as they should. Nor do liberals rate Biden as high on lying as they should, because sometimes they are telling us what we want to hear. 
Like, hypothetically, I would not accuse my wife of lying if she said I was handsome. But I think another factor in how we assess lying is style points. Trump has no style points on lying. In your face, exaggerating. You just don't believe him. I think I even discount some of his lies because they are not believable. Biden does a bit better on style points when it comes to lying. He certainly does it with confidence and bravado, but he lies with more st style points than Trump. Not a lot of style points, but more style points than Trump. I also think he lies less than Trump. But that is like saying you weigh less than me. Not a compliment until we measure how much less. But some folks who peddle in, let's say, disinformation, do so with such style that we don't even call it lying. In fact, I just did that. We had 50 intelligence officials who, in my view, purposefully misled the American people. See, I did it again. I said misled instead of lied. They did it with style points like you would not believe. Now, George Santos, he seems to have lied so much that style points do not count. And he is an embarrassment to the Republicans. Question, though, just for fun. If a few congressmen retire or die and George Santos were the swing vote for control of the House, would Democrats welcome in him into their caucus? Last subject, but I will make it quick. Some commission in the San Francisco area has called for reparations being paid to longtime San Francisco black residents. I think $5 million apiece. Then so much money for 250 years. And eliminating debts. Let's not get into details like the 250-year thing. I saw this a few days ago and passed on mentioning it. A listener brought up the suggested reparations and asked, quote, what could possibly go wrong with this plan, end quote. I said I was preparing for my podcast and thought of using this but decided not to, quoting me. Too strange to be believed. Maybe I'm tired of taking the bait, end quote. Since then, I have heard it covered on several podcasts and have seen more and more stories in the news. Here is my question. What sane person would make that proposal? And maybe that's the point. It was not a person. It was a committee. And I think a committee's relevant IQ decreases as more committee members are added. The idea that people actually spent time coming up with this idea boggles the mind. I am almost embarrassed to suggest what could go wrong, but I will. Those being paid will stay. Those not being paid will leave, though leaving will be easier for renters than property owners who will see property prices plummet. Where will the money come from to pay those staying and other costs of running a city? I'm sorry, but we need to have a more enlightened view of government than vote for us and you get free shit. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.